Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Grapple Weekend Show for Friday, 27th of January, 2023. I'm Beto. And I'm JP. And here we are, JP, free, live again on YouTube. Mm. Our usual Grapple Weekend Show that our patrons get every week, aka the mini spotlight, aka I reckon the easiest hour we do all week, mate. I always uh, look forward to these Fridays. It's I love a weekend these. if we don't move one of these. Yeah, yeah, I love this. Particularly when it's like... You get into the depths of the show where it's like, okay, what shows are we going to preview realistically? Mm. Like, what would people out there be watching? <laughs> Not a lot this weekend. Well, there's one show that kind of dominates it, and the other one I think I'm putting up for shits and giggles more than anything else. But there we are. No, <laughs> I wasn't doing that. Well, hopefully everyone's in uh, enjoying the free week. Hello to, as uh, as James has said there, payers and freeloaders. Uh, this will be the last uh, <clears throat> free live one you get if you're enjoying the live content this week, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash grapple, but not the last um, show we'll have uh, up on the uh, the free feed this week, JP. There's one more to go, which is our, our mixtape, which is uh, coming up at the weekend. I threw the uh, the mixtape lineup up, up on the uh, the Patreon earlier today. I'll be putting that out on a mm-hmm. I'll probably show note to this or on Twitter or somewhere everyone can see it um, and be able to see. But get that get the homework done, get the watching done. Have you uh, watched any of it yet, JP? I haven't. I haven't started. I must confess. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm going to kind of blitz all of them together probably early tomorrow morning. I can see that mm. being very much the case. And just going, right, okay, let's do mm. all of these all together. What are you most dreading out of the out of the lot? Um, Edge versus Randy Orton. It's in three parts on the YouTube video. That doesn't fill me full of hope. <laughs> yeah, that third part's rough. Got a three-hour show of this, or two-hour show on the other day on up on YouTube, so God knows what they went into on that one. <laughs> yeah, one of the segments was exceptional. I agree, Chris. There's uh, mm. some good stuff in there, but yeah. Ishi Shibata, which are your chicks? Picks, JP, yes. Von Eric's Freebird's going to be getting that in. I think I found the right world class match. Please don't tell me now that I got it wrong. Uh, it should be July 4th, 1983. So it's, I That's think it's one. known as... If I'm right, because I try, I thought, oh, I'll look for a better copy. Haven't found one. Mm-hmm. It's not up on the network mm-hmm. either, so it's like proper sketchy. Um, but it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's. I think it's. I want to say it's like Independence Day Star Wars, holiday <laughs> Independence Day Star Wars, something along those lines. Okay, fair. Enough. Well, that's the that's the one I found. If there's another January yes. uh, July Fourth match, then I fucked up. But no, I think it's the right one. But yeah, I got that in there. I managed to. Uh, Find the I know it's not really Justin Liger. I don't know what he was called at that point. Whatever his name was in a, a World of Sport, I had a bit Sammy of Lee. that one. Sammy Lee, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that because I'm pretty sure like my uncles mentioned them before as like somebody uh, he liked from like World of Sport. It was always weird oh. when like my uncles or my dad would be like they used to go to like Liverpool Arena to watch like whatever it was, presumably like Premier Promotions or like you know the equivalent of All Star. And they'd be telling mm. me about, you know, seeing, you know, they were the ones who were live there uh, in the building when Kendo and Nakasaki first lost his mask, because that definitely happened uh, only in Liverpool and only happened once, didn't happen anywhere else. But that was one of the names, like Robot, Rollerball Rocco is definitely one that um, my uncle would bring up a lot. Oh, yeah. Rollerball Rocco. I, mean, I, mean, I always go back to my dad. Like, he liked Fit Finley because he was the only Irish bloke who was there. And mm. Pat Roach, because he was yeah. on our feeder's own pet which my family fucking adore <laughs> to, this, to this very day. Um, and, yeah, Matt mentions in the chat, a flying Fuji Yamada. That might have been oh, Am I thinking of Sammy that. Lee? Is that not Satoru Siyama? Mm, I'm wondering, maybe. the original Tiger Mask. 
I remember it coming up. Yeah, I think what that's right. Uh, I remember yeah. that name coming up, but yeah, I do remember like the other ones as well. I'm trying to think of like, other names that, that they all used to, uh, used to mention all the time as well, but it's just weird because to me, like as a kid, it was like, ah, mm. oh, that's not the wrestling I like. That's like something else. That's like this British thing, you know. Little did I know, you know, 30 years later, I'd be hosting an, uh, a wrestling podcast and a British wrestling podcast, but yeah, mm-hmm. as I've said, that is, uh, that is Tiger Match, JP. Isn't it Pat Roach Randy from Trailer Park Boys? Confirm or deny, JP? I've never seen that. I've never seen I've it. Got the, got the DVD set here somewhere that my brother mm-hmm. gave me about 10 years ago and I never ended up watching. I know some people who absolutely love it. I've just mm-hmm. never got around to watching it. It's one of these things like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I've just never seen an episode. Oh, we need to rectify that. That's important. Well, I started watching that Welcome to Wrexham, so I am somewhat intrigued by... What's it like? The, the Welcome to Wrexham thing. Mm. It's not like they're going to come across badly, because mm. I suppose some investment is better than no investment. It's when they sell it on to a, some sort of shady bastard. That's when it'll all go mm. downhill. But it's kind of fun for what it is. Like It's just, to me, of, it's, the, it's the madness of like the guy from... Which uh, which which our Ryan will always be the guy from Two Guys a Girl and a Pizza Place, which was uh, my favourite show back on uh, on Trouble Back. Me and Steph's more bonded over that before she was a big fan as well, and uh, that's where she knows Trouble. Ryan Reynolds from as well. But like, yeah, that's um, it. Always seems to me like it's a oh no, it's a bit condescending, isn't it? Like these two American movie stars, they come to little old Wrexham, and oh, isn't the tea lady nice? And oh, isn't this cool? But it seems like they do genuinely like the club and love the place. So mm. I do actually want to watch that. They seem like decent blokes, as far as you can tell. It, as far as celebrities it, go. It's kind of like, it, like given the money that they're on, and given the fact that they've got a ready-made series, and it's done very, very well for them on Disney+. Plus. Like The whole thing's set up perfectly for it. They do, however, like to bring up 1992 and beating Arsenal in the FA Cup, which at time of recording is going on at eight o'clock. We're up against, uh, <laughs> I mean, Arsenal, Man City, so we we mm. we may be over by it before the start of that that game. That'll tell us a lot. Six changes in that Arsenal side. <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep the end of the printer going. We'll get uh, all our updates. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, that always sunny uh, episode that James mentioned there. I only get to go to the wrestling monks. It's got Roddy Piper in it, but it's like one of the you know that typical like American show thing where. They treat it like it's real. Like there's a shoot yeah. fight happening in front of everybody, and that like you know everyone spinning around in a circle with one of the cast members on their shoulders. That literally happens. Yeah. That literally Christ. happens. Yeah, um, it's that. funny, but yeah, I don't know. It's not. A, I don't think it's the best uh, example. But anywho, we're gonna go to the uh, the wrestling mm. uh, of the week. Might even uh, throw. A, have you seen Dynamite yet? Might throw a few cheeky. Uh, I have my thoughts in as well, considering the uh, the news are there. Considering we'll be doing the Rumble, and this is free anyway. We always have that weird. Yeah. We do the weekend show after Dynamite and try not to give too many of our takes away because we try and save them for spotlight but maybe we'll uh we'll lift the seal on that a little bit uh yeah people should we get into the headlines and, uh, Let's do it. all right well first up uh it is dynamite and uh it's ratings news as uh this week uh dynamite's rating jp they passed the magic one million marker for mm. anyone listening to the uh the daily update uh yesterday uh would have seen um great news um i don't know why why we asked it's like it's it's what's the difference between like nine hundred and ninety nine thousand and a million? Uh, it feels like one of those like you know it's like oh well it's technic it's technically over a million it's a bigger number JP so that's how we uh, that's how we see it but got yeah, our friend uh, Brandon Thurston at uh, WrestleNomics uh, which everybody should follow and uh, and be a patron um, too. Um, mm-hmm. 
has put a, a nice little quarter hour uh, breakdown as I reported yesterday. The overall is a million and three thousand JP. So it's like a nose over like the finish. It's like when there were two horses at the end of the Grand National and it's like a nose over. Three thousand is over a million, so it counts. Yeah, point uh, three two. Uh, the important thing as far as advertising goes in the eighteen to forty nine. Um, grew th- 3.5% uh, with 1849 and uh, overall uh, 11% in, in the uh, the male part of uh, of that key demo as well. But looking at that uh, that breakdown that uh, mm. the Brandon's uh, put on uh, on WrestleNomics.com, like, yeah, that's a, as straight a line as you see mm-hmm. <laughs> with Dan. Right? For anyone not watching the video version, they start with 1.1 million. Yes, there's the jo- drop in the second quarter to a million, but... It's held pretty much right through the show. It's kind of just below the million mark to just above the million mark, and then a little bit of a peak um, for the Jay Lethal and, uh, and Mark Briscoe main event. So, yeah, um, overall, like, what, not one of those shows where there was a clear, you know, drop in segments, and probably mm. shows the uh, the amount of investment uh, people had um, in the uh, in the Mark Briscoe match, which I wasn't convinced was going to go on last, but you know, um, I think that was probably the right spot for it. Gave it that pride of place as well. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a good news story, I'd say. I think it is. I think it is a good news story. It's it's an, it's a it's a fascinating one for us who break down this. I think the only time we ever saw lines like this was probably when we first started doing this two years ago, uh, on the page when we started doing the weekend show and going into the numbers in in that kind of level yeah. of detail. I mean, for those who who don't kind of follow, the thing that we have said is that in recent weeks, as there's been good shows, the ratings mm. themselves take like a couple of weeks to kind of go like kind of almost move along with it and if they produce a good product and i think that's where they are at the moment in a case where they're putting on generally good wrestling television i'm not saying like the matches this week were the weren't necessarily the best or anything else like that but it's storylines that people seem somewhat invested in it's the fact that the number kind of rebounds we've seen it where it's gone from like one point one two six, which is what it opened with this week, and just sliding all the way to eight hundred thousand, and people dropping off. Mm. The fact that the Mark Briscoe, it, you, you can, you have to credit the the Mark Briscoe match, and you know, we're talking incremental figures. Mm. We're talking three thousand, just over a million mm. on this. I think the idea that there was enough people where this felt much more like a Jay Briscoe tribute show. I think that would have attracted a a number of people to uh to see that because you see that kind of bouncing back but nothing really kind of fell away mm. that's i think the interesting thing and it maintained its leading mm. like which is really as much as and the bad news ask. is it kept um it kept power slap afloat um they, they actually did yeah. a, a little bit uh, a little bit better this week which is uh not something you uh you necessarily want to see but mm-hmm. you know is uh <laughs> that's still thing that things last than uh last than the full six weeks do we know anything about the leading to answer on these questions jp i think it was just a regular big bang theory wasn't it was you know I, th- I always i always just assume it's big bang theory and if it mm-hmm. isn't that it's going to be some kind of syndicated mm. like sitcom that's been around mm. for for ages because that's the kind of stuff you'll put on mm. seven half seven what you know it, it's an easy stuff to do but it's it's about the fact that they've maintained it mm. and I think that's where you go to the kind of overall show quality yeah of of where it is it has to be noted yet again in the middle of it Brian Danielson mm. has yet another match on the one hour mark mm. which kind of keeps that rating afloat mm. like that's something they've stuck with in, rookie ball being paid in, yeah mm. yeah very much mm. on on this one as well mm. 
and it's just the fact that yeah, nothing kind of collapsed that that perhaps you would have expected to. It's well, you know that's that's kind of the new story, but like you know, it's almost like a relief for me that the the Briscoe stuff did hold. Yeah, like, I, I was kind of you know because there is that is the knock on it. You know, they were ROH guys, and you know, people going to be invested in that. I mean, you know, the show itself. Maybe we'll go into more detail on Dynamite. It was. I know that crowd, like they were definitely they were great for the main event, and I suppose that's all that matters. But there were definitely points in that show where poof, yeah. there was a, a lot of it. It was a weird arena as well. You could tell it like kind of curtained off parts of it because you could probably see like concessions in the background. It was that kind of small place and um, with the big bright blue seats and stuff like that. But mm. you know, thankfully they did come alive um, for that main event, and yeah, you know. Uh, not Jay Lethal isn't a wrestler we often say nice things about, but I've got to say, you know, that main event was just perfectly done. It was classy, it was well presented. Like I said on the on the daily update yesterday, Mark Briscoe, like the strength of that man, like the fact that he is you know, the fact that he was willing to even go. And then I said yesterday, the thing about Mark was he was less obviously at the end, you know, the emotion came out, but he was just, you know, he had his game face on, he was in mm-hmm. character. Carried off the match. Jay Lethal was clearly struggling even more so than Mark was, but you know he was. He is, you know, I, I can, I, I can, I can swing it as a negative. The uh, the pros pro thing, but he is a pros pro. You know, he saw it with the the Ric Flair retirement match. You know, earlier this year. You know, he carried that thing as far as the uh, the in ring goes as well. And yeah, it was like it was a great twelve minute match. It was memorable with Mark doing the J spots and you know the the tape the big table bump on the outside as well, right through to the J driller finish, like the love moment with the entire roster out on the stage as well that was great to see it was just a great 15 minutes of tv that you know 15 20 minutes of tv that i'm not gonna forget anytime soon and like like i said on the daily update yesterday jp like thank god for tony khan because if wb bought ring of honor you know this isn't happening you know vince mcmahon slash triple h isn't putting this on their tv tony khan's clearly someone who loves wrestling recognizes who the briscoes were to that locker room and you know gave jay the the send off they couldn't give him you know the week before it was just i think think i've heard it said it was that cathartic moment we all wanted last week but didn't get and you know well done to them for for pulling it off and that's what it felt like cathartic it did feel like catharsis. And, you know, again, like, I was just amazed at the performance of Mark Briscoe, just mm. given the circumstances and everything else. Mm. Kind of do that. And it was such, like, it, it, I mean, he was. It was a beautiful tribute yep. when you think of it. And you just think of the absolute strength of him as well. And, you know, I think that was something where there's oftentimes a dynamite. I hate to refer to it this way because it's not a hook to keep people watching. Mm. But I think for those of us who wanted some element of like a kind of a proper tribute on a mm. proper platform mm. on a proper like televised platform yeah. we got that yeah and i would recommend and i know you've seen all of it i've seen bits of it but the the video they did for jay briscoe i thought was was incredible as mm. well and i haven't watched the ring of honor tribute show i look forward to going through that before we uh we record spotlight yeah, we'll go through that on spotlight like that. You know, the the video itself was, you know, yeah, it, you know, they put it didn't they? Like they opened the show with the the Jericho 
uh, Appreciation Society stuff, which felt like an odd move. Um, that stuff was fine. There's not much to, to really say about that, but he went yeah, into that, that J video. Ricky Starks is losing something with Action Andre. That's he's, something. It's an anchor on his ankle is, is, the, uh, is the analysis there, isn't it? Like, this lad, like, he's just... He's he's like he's he's like one of those endless line of flippy guys they bring into GCW and they do the best Will Ospreay impression they can and it doesn't really uh tend to work out. Um that's pretty much what he is. And he only, the problem is like half of his big stuff he doesn't he never hits it right, does he? He's just I just don't see it. I don't it feels like a good project for Jericho or whatever, but I I don't really you know, see him as a as a star going forward, but yeah, I didn't uh, didn't think much of that. But yeah, the the, the Jay Briscoe uh, segment was uh, was right after that, which was uh, which was a nice moment. I suppose the other you know big thing, like you say, in the middle of the show there was the uh, was the uh, the Brian Brian Cage match. He did his best. Well, three and a half stars, maybe he got out of Brian Cage. I would say uh, is that as, I was, uh, as much as you can say. This is where the crowd didn't help. Sort mm. of died halfway mm. through for it. Was not, I, we were relatively optimistic that this would be something to be a bit better because mm. when they can, they can, you know, get someone like, you know, Brian Cage and get a performance out of him, who by all accounts, I think WWE is looking at him now, his contract's at an end. Mm. Like, you know, I think you've got as much juice as you ever could out of him. Mm. It's, I, I, I think we realise this, this is the slow bit of the Danielson MJF build, isn't it? Where it's mm. just like repetitive. We're going to get him. He has a match. Most of the time, it's going to be kind of great, mm. and then we're going to have some sort of MJF stuff afterwards, or like you know, yeah. beating him down and all the rest of it. it. It feels like we're in that point, but soon enough we'll be at um, at Revolution, and then we'll be more enthused about the match. Then I'll take the positive of uh, Brian um, outright, you know, saying uh, declaring his his want of the title that he wants to get out of MJF. Um, <laughs> Cover your ears, uh, some of our listeners, but I'm, I don't know if I believe it. But it's uh, it's at least they're doing that, you know, and that that hopefully mm. is going to be more of a focus going forward. The big story coming out of it though is that Jamesy's getting his. Uh, Jamesy must have woken up on uh, on Thursday morning. Like one, they nailed the Mark Briscoe, uh, Jay Briscoe tribute, which was incredible. You know, we got that great course at our of the. Mm-hmm. Of dynamite and uh, two, all Jamesy's Christmases are coming earlier. As the uh, announced off the back of the, the Brian and MJF stuff that Daniel Bra- Brian Danielson versus Tim Thatcher is a match that's happening on Dynamite next week. Like, <laughs> I presume Danielson requested this personally, or maybe the ghost of William Regal has requested it from beyond the grave because they always uh, always loved a bit of Tim Thatcher. But I love that you know that builds into the MJF and Brian Cage, you know, working over Brian's arm. You've then got like Thatcher as the you know the assassin who's going to come in and, mm. and work over it anymore. But did you ever think you'd that you'd see the day you'd see Tim Thatcher versus Brian Danielson on an AEW nah. show? And I did same well, as Chris. I thought it might have been Zach as well. I thought that's where they were going. ZSJ. It's it's left field. Mm. I mean, they made they made good use out of uh, that having that deal with Noah from the show the other day because obviously mm. they managed to use some parts of the footage as along with Darby Allen. They got to use a little bit of this as well. I don't know maybe Jack Morris after this if they're going <laughs> to go full blown full blown Noah these days. It will answer you know the churlish bastard in me answer. This will certainly answer. Um, answer the question of Tim Thatcher quarter hours rating draw or flop. That was the knock on him, wasn't it? In NXT, that those rate it was just I feel it was a coincidence. Like James says here, this is a question for you. He says the missus loves Tim Thatcher. I was saying this to Steph, I don't know if she's watching live, but like we were going back and forth because I was like, whenever we went to Germany, 
Tim Thatcher was a heartthrob. It felt like, you know, yeah. German hero. I've seen a lot of fucking stupid Americans this week on Twitter going, oh, I thought he was English. I mean, I know his gimmick was that like years ago, but I mean, it's just the fact that I suppose it's the fact that the Europeans love him a bit more. We probably went to Germany thinking, ah, Tim Thatcher, he's all right. He's that boring, evolved guy. And then came home like, you know, he comes out to, to freedom by Hasselhoff and he's like, literally, like if anyone's never seen it, he is like, you know, the German people have taken them as one of their own. It's a party atmosphere when he comes out. He's got his very specific style, but it works as a babyface in that surrounding. And yeah, he's like this... This big heartthrob. I mean, I'm with it. I think he's a he's a you know, apart from the teeth, great look on that, you know, great great body and such. Steph wasn't there, wasn't quite having it, but I think he's gonna shoot that female uh, demo slash German de- demo there through the sky, you know. Bit for bit, something well, for everybody there. It was one of the complaints about yeah, AEW. Well, I know we made this complaint about AEW for a long time. They didn't have wrestlers like that mm. in there. There was a lot of like sports entertainment types mm. and like high spots wrestlers, but there wasn't like a lot of like kind of wrestlers like this. It will just be interesting to see how it goes, how it goes with the crowd, you know, whether, you know, between him and Danielson, Danielson getting him to work a kind of TV match mm-hmm. as well and going, look, I can appreciate you can do all of this stuff. There's a way of doing it, which will have a bit more pace and momentum to it. Mm-hmm. That's what you're kind of hoping for. If you're, if you're being like really optimistic, my fear is, is that you end up with a crowd like the kind of one we had this week where, mm-hmm. you know, they just, they were very they were sitting on their hands during during that moment but it's it's interesting it's fascinating you know WWE don't do stuff like this you know they'll bring back people for the bloody Royal Rumble, but that's as far as they'll ever go. Just loves us NXT. As your cat makes an appearance. Yeah. Ah, she always does. This is a, this is a usual uh, weekend show uh, tradition as she tries to get attention. Oh, I'm waiting for Benji um, to come <laughs> in now. We yes. got the full set soon. Uh, but yeah, sorry, we've set Will off in the chat here as well, so the Will Cooling demo is going to go up when uh, when Thatcher's and Dynamo. But that's Tony Khan, you know, oh, bringing yeah. in... A, he, I reckon all that happened was he watched the Derby and Sting match from Noah and then thought, well, you know, I might as well do all what Benno and JP do and I'll be a complete just watch all the know from the weekend and picked up on a bit of Timo. Maybe it gave him an, an idea. Maybe he's a big fight pip fan from a uh, tail end of uh, of decent uh, NXT as well. But yeah, yeah. there's uh, a <laughs> demo god. Demo uh, god. Oh, Joe <laughs> is our boy. But uh, yeah, any other any other quick notes on it uh, on Dynamite? We might talk it a bit more when it gets to uh, to spotlight. But any other uh, overriding thoughts from the uh, from the show? Um. I mean, I suppose a couple of things. I mean, not from really from a wrestling perspective, if I'm honest. Mm. Like, I, I don't think, I think this was one of the weeks where it, it wasn't as strong. Mm. But what they did is obviously they continued kind of like a few of the kind of more in the Hangman Page stuff is mm. interesting. Like, mm. I enjoy the kind of cryptic nature of some of his comments. Mm. Um, yeah, it's I weird that say, doing that back to back weeks was odd. Like, I don't know yeah. why. I mean, what's he do? Does he just turn up and hang around backstage until Ren asks him questions and he lets a little bit more out? <laughs> I don't really understand why couldn't he have said this last week? I don't get it. It's odd. I Yeah, exactly. And I'd also say the speed with which... See, the idea of the, the way they're going with this women's division, mm. which imagining some sort of blood and gut style scenario mm. with like, you know, the AEW homegrowns versus the WWE invaders and stuff. I like it, but my God, it feels like, right, we're just going to kick into gear. Mm. And in the space of two weeks, we're already kind of there. There's, there's, didn't like the pacing for it is all over the shop, even if you want to kind of read little bits and bobs into it. But I, at least it's something, at least it's something substantial and involves like a number of people. Mm, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of like the overall I'm, division type stuff. Just let people, you know, feud. Uh, do you not like the idea of that kind of a feud? 
I think as a kind of cheap way of getting some buzz, mm. I think it works. I just don't think there's any strategy to it. What's the match at the end of it? That's my question. I that's it. Like, and unfortunately, normally ends with these things with like a Soraya becoming like mm. head of this faction and whatever. And I'm it's just it's new blood millionaires club. It's mm. it's re- and you know it's got people like Tony Storm in spots they shouldn't be in just for the sake of Soraya. No, I think I'd rather have the pair of choices. I guess we'll see. Um, but no, I, this week didn't yeah. uh, didn't really change my mind on that. But yeah, I guess overall, as as far as a as a, as a dynamite goes, pr- pr- again, I almost feel like you know we had this killer run the last two months. Um, mm-hmm. These last two weeks of stalled a little bit you know we we still got you know very good stuff mm-hmm. like you know we didn't mention it there you know the, the darby allen um for example oh, yeah. uh, and buddy matthews you know that was good um you know and darby allen continues to be a great tv tv uh wrestler the stuff building up with uh, with him and joe i'm very excited for again next week's dynamite's going to be the one like next week's dynamite's got like it's got uh the uh the brian thatcher match it's got joe darby three and it's got Hangman against Moxley. Like, that's a stacked lineup. I feel like these yeah. last two weeks have been, we've had to get through them because of the real life tragedy. Last week's show was clearly, you know, snake bitten because of it. This week's show, you know, they did the right thing. And again, you know, I'm so thankful for Tony Khan for doing it and giving, yeah. you know, Mark that spotlight. I hope there's a Mark Briscoe's All Elite graphic coming out of this or we get some, you know, something concrete. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do something like a Jay Briscoe tournament or something going into Supercard of Honor with Mark. Um, but, you know, they had to do that this week. Or in fact, they didn't have to, but Tony Khan did because that's the kind of guy he is. Um, and I made up it happened. A tag team tournament, I thought. Yeah, mm, that could be the one. Like, maybe, maybe for the because that was the, when when Mark came up with those two belts. Like that was yeah. gut wrenching, you know, to see. And it, but then the, the logical part of it is that what do you do next? You know, what do you do with that? Do you keep Mark with the belts? Do you does he vacate them quietly and we get a tournament? I'm sure they haven't made those types of decisions, but yeah, I'm mean, interested in seeing how that comes. And I imagine he will be central to all parts of those kind of things about like really what what he feels is the best way. Yeah, that's you got to know this is a guy with over twenty years in wrestling, so he'll you know he'll he'll think to himself you know he's there's no sign of him you know he's, he's he doesn't have that kind of level of of kind of wild ego or anything else. So I think what whatever it is they do, I mean personally, I think it's it's gonna you know. I want to see that all elite graphic, and I think a, a, a tag team tournament, which yeah. they kind of declares the new Ring of Honor champions. They've got enough tag teams they can go to. Yeah, but that's it. Hopefully, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But all in all, that's the biggest takeaway from Dan. I saw his uh, quick interview he did with not even an interview, like a video him and Caprice Coleman did. Um, it was great, nice to see. You know, he's got Matt Briscoe's just got the this attitude of like carrying on in in Jay's memory that is like so admirable. The fact that he was willing to get in there and wrestle. The fact that you know he got in the camera, didn't he, and and dedicated the match to to Jay's wife and his and his kids. Like the strength of that man. Um, so we'll see whatever he wants to. Do do next i'm sure uh tony khan will, will allow so yeah that was a uh, definitely a very very feel good uh dynamite and yeah like we said to link it back to the news a good uh a good rating to uh to go along with it but to get into some other um quick news notes uh from the from the uh from the uh the, the week um there's 
not been a huge amount uh, going on uh, in the wrestling world uh, this week, JP. Mm. It feels like a, a little bit of a, a quiet point, but a couple of uh, quick uh, news notes on uh, on AEW uh, specifically. First up, uh, Kenny Omega. Um, if anyone was wondering where he was and why he wasn't involved in the in the Jay Briscoe uh, Briscoe tribute, uh, reports from Fightful and the Observer today um, said that uh, via post wrestling here said that uh, Kenny um, apparently is dealing with a visa issue. Um, that's been the issue since the Kia Forum show. Um, you forget Kenny's Canadian sometimes, don't you? And he might have these issues, but mm. that explains what the uh, the books were on about when they were talking about uh, Kenny. Um, or they were not even talking about Kenny; they were talking about like some kind of stress they were going through over the New Year and uh, and, and a visa issue. So that explains that. Hopefully, that gets rectified soon. Because yeah, by all accounts, uh, as Dave Meltzer said in the Observer today, uh, Kenny very much wanted to be uh, involved in the uh, in the tribute yesterday. So on Wednesday, sorry. So that was a bit of a shame. Uh, other quick news notes: uh, apparently, a lawsuit has been filed, um, and it was in December. I might explain why we haven't seen this man on Dynamite for a while. Luchasaurus. JP, did you know that mask was intellectual property? Um, apparently, <laughs> that is the case. Uh, and apparently, yeah, that's uh, Composite Effects made a legal complaint uh, against the AEW and Luchasaurus for using a copyrighted design without the permission um, of the designer. Uh, apparently, he was given permission to use the mask as a wrestler, but nobody was granted access to make merchandise of it, apparently, is the... Uh, is the issue there so yeah comes back with a new mask comes back without a mask um yeah bit of an odd one there with, uh, with luchasaurus it's it must be i i don't know what the ins and outs of this on here it's like you know they've made the mask for him and he's mm. appeared on telly it does feel like somewhere along the lines of like oh come on <laughs> we wait we've waited a while for this one on on here so yeah i i, I this one i could see just ending up being kind of settled I don't think there's going to be necessarily like millions made in this as well. Mm. Is it a good excuse to get the mask off him? Frankly, I'm not mad about that stuff given his size and that. Maybe. It's not like he's an awful looking bloke, is it? Maybe that's like, what, crying out that. Maybe that's what we'll get out of it. But he's not the only uh, mm. the missing only missing man. Also reports in the Observer today, AW's Wardlow uh, has been out of action due to injury. Um, so that explains where he's uh, where he's disappeared yeah. too. Because yeah, you kind of forget he was the TNT champion not long ago, don't you? Uh, but Meltzer said yeah, I didn't go to uh, to specifics on it. Just says it's not believed to be one that's going to keep him out of action for a for a long time. Where does Wardlow slot it back in though when he comes back? That's the thing. Now it's like Ow. yeah, like an MJF challenger maybe. I don't know if he's hot enough. Uh, we've all kind of forgotten about him, haven't we? Sitting this uh, little period while he's been gone. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's that's the because uh, I wondered this today because I was thinking to myself, oh, you know, where is he? This was a guy I thought was going to have like the year, and he was like, okay, they're they're making their own kind of big behemoth WWE style monster wrestler at the top of their card, and then the that three way happened, and then that's kind of it. He's out because of because of injury. Where does he fit in? <sighs> I don't know. I'd move him out of that TNT division because mm. it felt like kind of death, mm. frankly, for him. Mm. And really what he should be doing as a character is going, I can win the world title. Mm. So I think you elevate him. The thing I would have him in is is someone at that, you think like a Moxley, like a hangman, like mm. something like that, like post MJF. Like TV challenger for MJF or Could that be the one? I don't think that's a bad shout. Six weeks, if you do the six weeks on from um, Revolution, mm. where you haven't got a big show coming mm. up, and then, you know, another six weeks to double or nothing, whenever in May, mm. 
I think he's, he slots in there kind of perfectly. And there's a lot of storyline. And you can show the fact it was so deci- decisive the way he beat him before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be something to that as an idea. But yeah, there you go. That's uh, cleaned up there. But yeah, that's pretty much uh, it, JP, as uh, far as the news notes go, which means uh, for wow. non-patrons, it's time for the most special part of the show. It's JP's TV updates. JP, what's going on well, it's... in TV wrestling? The... The idea is to do this generally very, very quick with little thought, and I haven't even read these before they come out, but it feels like for goods, for shits and giggles. We go to MLW first of all. It's Fusion. Um, They had Sam Adonis, who's with Cesar Cesar Duran, versus Johnny Patch. That's a brilliant jobber name, if ever I heard one. Well, Sam Adonis won, didn't he, on here? We had a Leo Rush vignette. There was Shun Skywalker versus Yamato, which is a wild match to have on there. Yamato won. I couldn't tell you if it was good or not, but... Why not? Why not stick some Dragon Gate lads on TV? No one else is doing this on here. Um, we had Lindsay Dorado helping Microman after um, Sam Adonis and Cesar Duran put him in a trash can in there. Um, then there was uh, Taya Valkyrie defeating uh, Trisha Dora to retain her w- Women's World Featherweight Championship on there. So that that was MLW. Bit kind of lackluster. A Davey Boy Smith Jr. promo, so I'd have struggled to stay awake in that. But that leads us on to Impact, which opened up with Trey Miguel versus Mike Jackson, who, for those of you unaware, is 73. <laughs> he does a, a walking the right thing, but this is you're meant to be a tele, you're meant to be a T like a TV company. Like mm. seriously. This kind of stuff. And they've done this multiple times. Obviously, Trey Miguel won. Mm. That'd be a wild move. And then um Crazy Steve and Black Taurus came from under the ring to run uh run off Miguel after the match. I don't know why I've been following the storylines closely enough. Um, Josh Alexander was interviewed and then interrupted by Steve Macklin on there, who talked trash after the golden six shooter had participants who he, he'd already defeated. The golden Macklin's six having shooter. A we'll get into it in a little bit. That sounds, yeah. like, that's a that match, sounds like a bad news mate. story. Like. I think that's the main event of this show. So we're going to get onto it very quickly. Mm. Kashida and Kevin Knight, we showed you where he is in the scheme of things, team of young lines, but they they defeated the good hands of Jason Hotch and John Skyler. <laughs> that is, um, the wrestlers, wrestlers, they should have called them. A pro- yeah. couple of professional wrestlers, maybe that. Professional that. wrestlers, yeah. <laughs> just just have them literally called professional wrestlers times two. Yeah, that's his um, nickname. Johnny Vidal uh, got excited after Santino Morella revealed Gazelle Shaw's tag tire match. I don't know why that mm. happened or even who Johnny Vidal is. Feels like mm. I could have made it up, which does happen for those of you who don't listen on the NXT results on there. Wigwam McGee is not a professional wrestler. <laughs> um, the Death Dolls um, the defeated pros, Gazelle yeah. Shaw and Tara. And Tara is, um, no, that wasn't like, uh, oh, what was it? Um, it is, yeah. Former Victoria from WWE. Mm-hmm. She was in there. Yeah. Mystery, mystery partner. Do you want me to be the Rumble? Taylor one? Wild was in a vignette doing witchcraft before saying that she wanted to see more Killer Kelly in her journey. I don't know what to make of that sentence. I don't know what that is the hell's going on on there. But they like doing that in the Impact Women's Division, don't they? Mm. All, all the praise against all, they always forget about that supernatural shit mm. that comes along and ruins everything. Um, Bullet Club, Ace Austin and Chris Bay defeated the major players. And this is funny. Impact Digital Media Champion Joe Hendry played a video called Edge's Bitch for Cardona. Um, I want to see Hendry that. Accepted. I saw the clip, a little yeah. clip of it. I want to see the full thing. Yeah, he's having a go at the uh, the edgeheads. Yeah, 
And then he had Moose disregarding Cardona and Myers backstage. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Gresham defeated Sheldon Jean. Feels like Sheldon Jean should be writing 70s American sitcoms. It's a weird <laughs> reference. And then in the main event, the Golden Six Shooter six-way elimination match. Um, apparently, it was absolute chaos on it. Rich Swan won, uh, mm. pinning Sammy Callahan in there. But the comparisons were Rhino, Moose, Sabin, Eddie Edwards, Rich Swan, Sammy Callahan. So that leads to Rich Swan challenging, uh, I think it's No Surrenders, their next show, and challenging Josh Alexander. Um, the design attacked Swan after the match, and then Yuya Yamura was beaten down by them as well before Frankie Kazarian and Josh Alexander came to make the save. I'm assuming that's some sort of eight-man tag they're doing next week. Or <laughs> Is this like all in one uh, TV what? show, James asks? I have had all, to <laughs> all in one TV show. Very quick, they want to spoil AEW Dark Elevation. Why not? Because I've no idea what happens on this show. Probably people who should be pushed above action Andretti. Yeah. What the point? Billy um Red Velvet defeated Billy Starks. The Dark Order defeated the Workhorsemen. That's disappointing. Roosh pinned Brian Pillman Jr. He's not gonna be happy. Not <laughs> gonna be happy, Roosh, with that. You know what you know what's coming. He's just gonna piss off and he's gonna turn up in AAA. No fucks given. Sky Blue and Yuka Sakizaki defeated Athena and Diamante. Top Flight defeated Tony Nese and Ari Damari. Malachi Black and Brody King defeated Turbo Floyd and Truth Magnum. A couple of more names I can completely get on board with there. Turbo Floyd and Truth Magnum. Um, <laughs> and in the main event for the Ring of Honor World Championship, Claudio Castagnoli defeated Blake Christian. Is this the best use of him? I don't know. I, on the uh, Jay tribute show, which I don't want to say it's negative about, we'll talk about on uh, on mm. spot. Like there was a moment in his promo, he's like, you know, and we, you know, we were in ROH together back in the day, and you know, it's almost like you know, we're kind of in the same spot now. And I'm like, mm, yeah, maybe it is a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love that asking the chat who watches Dark Elevation. Kind of saying you made those names up. I like, I like JP keeps me up to date with what the fuck's going on in Dark and Dark Elevation because I'm not watching that. But it's good to know that's what's going on. There you go. Um... Yeah, and do level up. <laughs> there were three matches of which I'm guessing in two matches, I have no idea who these people are, other than they're former American football p- players or right. like cheerleaders or gymnasts or whatever <laughs> they are these days. Like James says, JP reads these results, so uh, so we don't have to. So yeah, we appreciate your, what it uh, is. appreciate your service, JP. But let's get into the uh, the previews and uh, and what's going on uh, this weekend. Bit of a, a quiet weekend outside of the mm. obvious very big show, uh, but still lots going on in the in the TV wrestling space. Uh, AW, I've got a, a rampage tonight, uh, which is Hamman Page versus Wheeler Utah, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Satnam Singh versus Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, and Dan Housen. So whoever wished on a on a monkey's paw to get a Dan Housen or Jeff Jarrett in a, in AEW, you're now getting them against each other, which I think is fantastic. Um, I think I'm going to enjoy that, uh, even though I don't really like Dan Housen. Um, <laughs> this feels like a JP made up one. Tony Mudd versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, I know Powerhouse Hobbs is wrestling. Um, apparently it's Tony Mudd. Uh, we'll find out if that's real or not. Emi Sakura um, is going to be taking on Jamie Hater, and yeah, I think that uh, that rounds up the show. Is Tony Mudd real, JP? Have you made him up? I haven't made him up at all. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea who he is. Again, another great name. Anthony Mudd. Just, I like it. Anthony Mudd. Not even troubling. Real name Mudd with two Ds. That's what I want. Like oh. It's that kind of like Rick Rude where it's like 
I like the way on Dynamite. On Dynamite, they had uh, Wheeler Utah uh, come out backstage and interrupt Hangman's promo and challenge him. Meanwhile, Danielson's getting fucking murdered in the ring and he's nowhere to be seen. But he's got his match on Rampage and that's all that matters. Um, yeah, maybe it's a uh, maybe that Tony Woods or uh, as Chris says, a Tony in the woods. Maybe there's a uh, he yeah. saw a, he saw a post somewhere. And he's being a message board about it, message boarder about it, and, uh, and trying it's... to throw shots. Maybe that's what it is. I think Don Ray is an important point of jobber names mm. close to like horse racing names. Mm. I think that does feel like a crossover. Uh, yeah, and it's maybe. Tony Mudd by a nose from Truth Magnum. <laughs> turbo, turbo Floyd by a leg. All of those New Japan Strong wrestlers you always named JP could be uh, could be any of them. And speaking of which, New Japan Strong Jeez. is also on Earth this weekend. Uh, Fred Rosser versus Peter Avalon. That show's gone down there, JP. Uh, but like, me, yeah. Christian versus Kata and Mystico versus Mysterio. So, okay, they saved it there. What the fuck is that card? Is that really the New Japan Strong know. card? Like, Seriously. What? They did say they were going to mix it up, like, but that's like... And it's not Nabi Kata. Um, oh, right. It seems to be erstwhile injured player at Liverpool. Mm. Um, I'm not even sure if he's still there. But mm. yeah, it's it's not Kenta with a typo. My God, that's weak. Mm. Peter Avalon, I was genuinely shocked when I looked. <laughs> I was like, you're shitting me. Maybe he's a good person. do that as a match. Mystico versus Mysterio, so that's wild. why the fuck not? That's wild. Uh, as a, as a Balu Weldorder says here, hello, thanks for watching. Emi Sakura, apparently first their TV match in three years mm. over on, uh, on Rampage. Rampage didn't realise that. That's crazy. Still be doing that Freddie Mercury stuff. No. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, on the uh, on the other side, uh, uh, yeah, Ian Hamilton said that's actually the uh, the final New Japan ah. Strong. So, yeah, so we're going off here with Peter Avalon. <laughs> Uh, has Hammy still been reviewing those? Because God, God bless you, mate. That's uh, when did we check out a New Japan strategy like six months ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want to say like a good year on the quiet. Mm. The, the cards are fun. Yeah, like if if they were running near me, I'd be like, yeah, I'd go because mm. it seems like a wacky night of wrestling, mm. and it, it's just people from everywhere. Yeah, like it really is. The idea of them being the final strong, doing something different, something with a more proposed US strategy, dare I say it, turn the access show into whatever New Japan strong is. Is it going to do worse in the ratings? Well, they don't need a home for like the, the Western wrestlers anymore, do they? They can actually take them to Japan now, and then when they come to the US, they can actually bring the stars, you know, and have like proper New Japan matches, yeah. and you know, Mercedes uh, Monet being a being a big one. Um, yeah, Hammy says here somehow we outlived New Japan stronger than NXT UK. Good work, mate. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, definitely appreciated. But yeah, we should have had that. Uh... Killing off one of those two <laughs> was a, was a good thing, Ian. Yeah, we didn't have a suits and tie uh, party. Salute for, your service for New Japan Strong, but we uh, we. For NXT UK, but elsewhere, as we head into the uh, the big show of the weekend, um, as Connor uh, had to Google what it was, it is in fact Royal Rumble weekend this weekend. Uh, first up, there is the small matter of SmackDown tonight. Apparently, Brock Lesnar is going to be appearing. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Karrion Cross. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa and build up to uh, his match at, uh, at the Rumble. Uh, we've got the, uh, the the SmackDown Tag Team Title number uh, semi final. Uh, matches for the number one contendership tournament. That's a mouthful. Um, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, who yes. in my favourite news story of the Observer today, did you see this, JP? Uh, no longer allowed to be called the Banger Bros because somebody at WWE realised it was Sheamus taking the piss out of the Bang Bros um, and they didn't want anyone Googling it. So uh, they are no longer the Banger Bros. <laughs> I'm surprised it took them this long. But Did he do Sheamus. that deliberately? Apparently. I, I mean, I don't know, but I mean... He had to know. He He's to been know. there long enough. He had he to still, know. Come on. I'll see how long he can get away with it. Longer than expected. 
Now I've not seen him or Drew in any of the episodes, but it's often often lads who look like them. Not not that I know. Um, against uh, Hit Row um, in a match. Um, yeah, so that's a match. Uh, but well done, to Top Collar for for losing all that weight. Um, I still don't want to watch him wrestle. Uh, and Imperium versus Liado del Fantasma is the other side of that bracket. On the quiet, Imperium having a lot of very good TV uh, WWE matches, as yeah. are Sheamus and Drew. So if that's the final, which I would very much expect to be. Um, it's actually been a, a quiet little uh, success this uh, this SmackDown tournament, and yeah, to the point uh, Andy raises here. Have they have they announced uh, more than ten women for the Rumble yet? No, <laughs> is the no. Uh, the answer as we get into the uh, into the Royal Rumble uh, preview here. Um, I'll go to the uh, the official source, jpwb.com um, for the uh, yeah. Rumble uh, here. Um, I was fearing that what I put down on the on the sheet was nor was just completely. Out. Oh, you're right. There's just a, I will announced. I will, however, give you the odds from Paddy Power oh, this time okay. around. I feel like this is where we do need Andy. You gonna have a sneaky bet? I've been uh, if Andy's in the chat, let us know. I've been throwing. I've got three it. on here. I, I was, you I, can't do. Yeah, we you can't do like a bet builder. Otherwise, no. I'd be all over that shit. Can you on Paddy Power? Sometimes Paddy Power's the only one who lets you do an accumulator. It might be worth uh, having a look there because that was always historically the case. Like William Hill and that wouldn't let you. Because I've always thought that about like wrestling betting. Like you mentioned, you, you can bet on wrestling. To people and like their immediate reaction is oh that's bollocks like it's all it's all predetermined and it's like well yeah you know but you can bet on who's gonna die in the eastenders christmas day episode and past yeah. that it's a great opportunity for people like me and ujp the amount of times i've done accumulators on wrestlemania cards where it's like okay it's unlikely that randy orton's gonna beat seth rollins but vince mcmahon wakes out of, up gets out of bed one morning and as a just for whatever reason has his normal hard on for randy orton randy orton might win there was it that year when um, yeah. i think mark henry beat ryback like that was a that literally spoiled my entire coupon for that wrestlemania and i bet on all rank outsiders because vince is gonna vince you know who knows if we'll be, be around by the time wrestlemania comes this year but point is you know you can there are definitely little gaps in what in, in where they, they put these better odds that like yeah you could could definitely take advantage of maybe not this year because who's going to win the rumble well cody but you know stick chief either and sammy zane could happen mm. you de- it just depends where is vince during all of this and this is why i think you know we've had a quiet week of news because this show overall is going to dictate so much. Mm. Dictates where they're going for Mania. Mm. Is that direction kind of set in stone? Mm. Or they want to going to want to be doing? Mm. So the idea of Sami Zayn winning a Rumble would suggest that the Triple H way of doing things is going to be continuing at least up at least up until the Elimination Chamber, because that's the um, that's the one in Montreal. Do so you, do you subscribe to this fear mongering on the on Twitter this week? Like I've. I've seen both both sides. Like I've kind of made my like I I feel like I was first to this a few weeks ago. Uh, I think everyone's kind of saying the same thing now. Like I know Sammy isn't Brian Danielson. You know he isn't Daniel Bryan. This isn't 2014. This isn't the Yes Movement. But the obvious end to that story, the tease, is that he's gonna dethrone Roman Reigns because literally Roman Reigns is the other major character in that story. Now don't get me wrong. I think that you can temper this by saying well. WWE fans don't have that fight in them anymore. You know, they don't have that dog in them anymore. AW exists. You know, they've got other things to do. The the hardcore fans who would have been, you know, pissed off about Brian in 2014 aren't really as invested in WWE anymore. I think there's a lot of truth to that. But at the same time, I just can't help but look at, like, these Cody videos and how hard they're going and pushing Cody. Like, this American hero stuff that, don't get me wrong, again, I love... 
but it is very much obvious the company is pushing Cody, pushing Cody, pushing Cody. And God forbid if like a if a rock turns up or, you know, I'm sure Austin's not gonna win the rumble, but you know, an outsider comes in and wins. I don't think there's gonna be rioting in the streets. But I think like they are walking on a tightrope here. I think they'll probably nail it, because they've nailed most of this Sammy story so far. But if people start to believe there's a chance Sammy could win this rumble and he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. You'd like to hope they've learned from history, but, you know, I think, yeah, it might not end well. I would have had faith in this Mm. if Vince McMahon wasn't back. Mm. And he's back in Titan Tower. He is Mm. very much around. Mm. And this feels like where he's going to look at the plans and he's going to want the sign-off for this weekend. And he's going to say, right, this is what's going to happen. And I think it's the idea if he's going to look at him and go, it's a comedy gimmick not going to mean anything it doesn't matter about the emotional connection because he will rue this ruin this stuff on here so i have really very little faith and confidence and also i think it's not about you can get away with eliminating Sami Zayn. it's how you do it and who does it and what are the circumstances if it's the bloodline costing him i think people would be fine with that because it just suggests a continuation of the angle Mm. and then you can do perhaps him and owens versus the usos at mania and like kind of then have the, you know, have him turning on the bloodline officially at Elimination Chamber to get that massive Montreal pop and stuff like that. And then, you know what I mean? There's, there, are, there are ways and means they can do it. It just, it just feels clear, like... Yeah, that Sammy's mm. not going to be in the Rumble and he's also not going to win it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Just, just get rid yeah. of that expectation. Like, I just think they're flying a bit close to the sun. I mean, it's late now. Like, they yeah, are. I think... And they... They still can piss off people because that's Vince. Mm. Like, it, honestly, it's it's as simple as he sees a muscly bloke in the performance center and decides he's gonna do well. That's what this is dependent on. There's a couple and if of he's got long hair, like he's mm. just walked off the set of Welcome to Chippendales, <laughs> which is surprisingly good. And yet, Nick Aldis can't get booked. Odd, um, but yeah, there's there's a couple of shouts in the chat here as to, to what you can do. You know, John saying you could have Roman lose to Cody and blame it on Sammy. Then you get two feuds out of that. Yazora uh, Hart um, saying there that uh, Cody could uh, beat Roman for the belt and let Sammy beat Roman in another match later. I don't know if I love that. I think what they're probably gonna do is have Sammy cost cost Roman the match against Owens but do something that pisses off Roman and then we get the big turn and like you say probably the match in Montreal um, or maybe I mean if it was me I'd do Owens and Zayn against if you can get the Usos into into Canada um, in Montreal and then just go with it do Owens versus do, do Zayn versus Roman at Wrestlemania you've got two nights you know one night can be Cody one night can be Sammy you've got two two nights and you've got two belts um yeah, I don't know. Montreal is, is obviously a peak place to do it, but it also, it's not that far away, JP. It's only a few weeks away. That isn't long to build up a Sammy and Roman. I know they've spent years no. building this story, but, you know, to do the turn and then Sammy to be devastated by it because you want to let that sink in and then Sammy to come back. I don't think all that can happen before Montreal. Same here. Mm. But I also think as well is, and this is the problem, we're talking about Mania when you're doing like a Royal Rumble preview because you kind of have to because mm. that's the purpose of the Royal Rumble is to set up WrestleMania. At this point, this is that's what this show is here for. And I think for this, there's just like, there isn't much time to turn that around necessarily. You could have him turning face mm. in Montreal. Mm. That would be something. So Roman turns on Sammy there, like Connor says. But then you've got to do a beatdown, yeah. haven't you? 
you know, do you want to do that? I would actually do that, we would do that, wouldn't he? <laughs> you know, what, what company also, am I talking about here? <laughs> but I also think looking at the Rumble, I think their plan was what they wanted to do is night one rock, night two Cody. Mm. That would have seemed to be the thing to do. Have Cody up against whoever he eliminates at the end of the Royal Rumble or whatever to get some sort of like kind of mini feud out of him on, on the bill to it. And then they injure him the night before and then he has to come in and, and do it at that point. I mean, what I would say is if the crowd turns on Cody mm. and somebody there goes, right, Cody, you're going to go heel, like, mm-hmm. and does the run he should have had in AEW, which would have been just like... And he'll tell them no as well. <laughs> I'd love that. And he'll tell... That'll be an interesting one, whether or not he, he does that. But he clearly says to me that they wanted that for the Rock Cody in that way around, to have that kind of bigger match. But I don't, you know... Well, as as Platt says... There's, is it there's time the to... other fly in the ontwood for all of this. Because yeah. it does feel like they're working us with the mm. Rock stuff. Because all this has been very definitively no, and I'm like... Really wrestling don't know. in it, you believe it more when they when they do that. But yeah, as Platt yeah. says here, maybe speaking of Rock, who was a double Rumble winner with a uh, with Big Show, maybe that's happening. I noticed that that's up on the uh, on the betting odds as uh, something you can bet on on a uh, on Edge Checker as uh, one of the uh, special uh, bets. What are the uh, what are the actual Rumble uh, betting odds looking like? Uh, JP, you can be you can be so, logged into that. Well, if you do the match, do you want to then do me do the odds for it? Because it's got all you can bet on fucking NXT on Paddy Power, which is terrifying. <laughs> Not that vengeance day nonsense. Well, so what, what are the what are the uh, the obvious ones for the Rumble right now? What's uh, what's the lead so, on the Rumble match itself? Royal Rumble winner. This is according to Paddy Power at this point in time. Cody Rhodes' favorite, um, thirteen to eight. Tom, Sami Zayn, fifteen to eight. If you want to go that way, I don't know how how those odds are going to maintain throughout the show because mm. I'd imagine at some point we'd get. You know, something on there. The Rock at five to two, Steve Austin, seven to two, Roman Reigns, twelve to one. That'd be weird. Yeah. Seth Rollins, fourteen to one. Hmm. Drew McIntyre. I could do you know what? Roman winning in as a way of protecting his main event and then throwing out Sami Zayn at the end or something hmm. like that is the kind of bullshitty thing that you could see them doing. Sorry to throw out a terrible booking idea. You've got yeah, Rollins at 14 to 1, Drew McIntyre 18 to 1s along with Bobby Lashley, Lesnar, Sola Sokoa at 20 to 1, Riddle 25 to 1 along with Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, and Gunter and Logan Paul, Theory 33s, um, 40 to 1 bar. Well, that's what John Cena is, actually, if you really want to go left field on on this. I've just pulled this up. This is the uh, the Rumble odds, isn't it? Like, I, I don't think people can mm-hmm. quite make them out there. The text is a bit small because it goes as far as Adam Pearce at 150 to 1. Rick Boogs, Otis. <laughs> fancy a uh, lump in the house on Dexter Loomis, JP Goldberg. Shame at man's 100 to 1, JP. Come on. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Put a quid on that. You never know. <laughs> it could happen. If these were bet, say that. If, the- if these were options to bet to be in the match. <laughs> I think I'll put some money on it. Win the whole thing is uh, is another is another matter. It is. I'm looking like the other stuff you can do, which is probably a bit more interesting from an odds perspective, is who's your final four? Who has the most eliminations? They've got Gunter at five to four mm. for that one. Sola Sokoa at two to one. That feels like the kind of stuff you could have there. There's, um, you want the, Who's the Rumble Iron Man? They've got Seth Rollins at evens, along mm. with Cody Rhodes. Sami Zayn at six to four, which feels like that. Sh- Sami Zayn should be the Iron Man mm. of this because that's the. Oh, if you're wanting to go big baby face, you have him get really close and then get thrown out by Roman. I mean, that's if you're wanting to go down down that route on here. Um, Drew McIntyre four to one for a Rumble Iron Man bollocks more like. Um, yeah, you can bet on the brand if he's going to be Raw or SmackDown. Not a clue. 
NXT at 33 or one. That's not how did he decide? Half the people on the roster exact work number. on both anyway. <laughs> it's crazy for this. Please gamble responsibly, by the way. Uh, also, you know, don't. Do you want we're to... not encouraging gambling either in case YouTube or Twitch take us no. down. I'm sure there's so, rules against that. You know, we might lose this whole video. Oh, well. <laughs> in, in terms of predicting, I think you have to go Cody Rhodes. Mm. I think that's that's where where you go. And it's a WWE crowd, not an AEW crowd. So I don't know if they'll turn on Cody because it isn't the idea. He's been away injured and they'll remember the circumstances. We'll have seen the promo videos of coming back from it. So this, it's not like Dave Batista coming in and winning because mm. Dave's now big in Hollywood. I think you know, co- it's not that type of deal. No, like I say, it's it's not as extreme. I just think you know he does. He's got the stink of a company man on him a little bit. Um, as much mm. as, again, and I say that as the biggest Cody fan, I think we know. Um, it'll probably be fine. It'll probably be fine. But yeah, eight to thirteen's not that bad, really. Because like, yeah, I I don't know how much of my money I'd be willing to put on it just in case Sami Zayn came through or Rock or Austin came through. But there really isn't a second option, is that it's almost worth like what if you put. What if I put eighty quid on, I get hundred and thirty back? Or is it the other way around? Hundred and thirty quid back on, I get eighty quid. If you back. put thirteen quid on, you get eight quid back. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, could be worth it. And my buddy back, um, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna do a big line of bets uh, in the morning, it, so you can inform me. Again, we are not recommending gambling. Hello YouTube. Hello Twitch. Um. <laughs> it, it is a thing that you would say on here, and other betting services are available outside of Paddy Power. Um, <laughs> but it is. One of the but things they're the that funniest say, one. They've got the best Twitter account. Yeah. Come on. I would just say for this one, it's interesting how between Cody and Sami Zayn are like the people who are seeing as the two obvious winners. Outside of it, it's big star from the past. That's really where you're and Randy Ort, <laughs> which would be awful in yeah. a number of ways. Matty would be happy though. Like, um, I I don't know who like that would be the most Vince decision, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. Randy would. Orton's coming back. That's that how you would know be he's back. like. That's Honestly, how you know he's back. Many a year he's yeah. been the underdog in, in WrestleMania matches on the betting, and I put money on him, and it's paid off. So just saying. Um, I suppose outside of that, the other big matches: uh, Roman Reigns v Kevin Owens, uh, and he's stuck in uh, and Owens beating Roman. It's, again, it's more the question of what happens from a story B point of view. Um, Owens is a funny one. I was laughing like I, I mean, laugh at most things Louis Dango Dango posts on uh, on Twitter, <laughs> but this idea. I mean, Kevin Owens has listen is him resigning with WWE has worked out pretty well for him. But mm. he's still, he's always going to be at a certain level, isn't he? You know what I mean? It's like people try, people are trying to retcon that Austin match from last year's main. is like, you know, Owen's got the, the WrestleMania main events against Steve Austin. Like, did he or was he Chris Jericho getting speared by Goldberg in the aisle? Because I think it was closer to that that it was like, you know, a clash of eras, you know, Hogan versus Rock or, you know, Roman or Brock versus um, Steve Austin or even, dare I say, CM Punk versus Steve Austin if that had ever happened. He was the guy and he did the job very very well he was there to talk yeah. up the match and then get beat and get stunned at the end and you know that's his role he's, he's heated up a little bit Bigelow um, against Lawrence Taylor yeah totally totally yeah yeah you know with maybe less stuff on it because it's still not really it wasn't really an advertised made event at Wrestlemania but he had it he can you know he can tweet about it all he wants and yeah you know him and, him and Roman will be good it'll be a good match and you know people will be massively mm. into it because of the bloodline stuff yeah. maybe the key to the bloodline stuff and not letting people you know put too much stock in Sammy as you do something you put this on before the rumble and do something that makes people know you know Sammy's not going to be in the rumble uh, but then people it's wrestling people believe even more he's going to be in the rumble um but I think there's a lot of intrigue in this match even if the uh the winner is uh is obvious 
yeah, it is, and that's why he's ten to one on. Like so, you know, ten pounds. You have to be a brave man to bet against Roman Reigns in that match. I'll tell you what, <laughs> it's the <laughs> even it's the kind of odds you don't really do in a bet builder unless you're a massive like unless you're a big big gambler. And Kevin Owens is nine to two. What I would predict though is that it'll be it'll be the match of the night. It's the kind of perfect Raw Rumble challenger. It's not going to be someone who you're going to be looking to go to Mania with, but they're over enough for that crowd and know how to work those kind of bigger matches, which is what Kevin Owens does. So I do think to myself, like, that is, you know, definitely, yeah, he's winning that one. How about the, uh, I mean, that ties into the uh, the men's rumble. How about the uh, the women's rumble, JP? Are we looking uh, on odds for that? I, I I was on with Braden David Sunday and they asked me who I thought was going to win it. I had to check who the champions were. Um, <laughs> who, are the, uh, well, who are the odds on favourites to win it? I think Rhea Ripley's up there, isn't she? I think I've seen yes. that already. Two to um, one on. Yeah. Like, b- b- clear favourite. Hmm. And this is, the, you mentioned champions, which makes it easy. The men's rumble way that they have booked it because it's only Roman as champion is it does have much more substantial like kind of much more substance to it this one is in a two world championship kind of situation so you look at it and you think well really you should have Rhea Ripley winning it because it's only one half it where is this match going to be on the show it's not going to be in the main event Mm. so Rhea Ripley to win it would be the thing on there. They've kind of gone all in. She gets good reactions. It, it's her time. Mm. They need to put someone else into that main event scene. She's by f- should be winning she, it. Isn't she spending more time doing the Dominic stuff and messing around with the men? Yeah. Like I find it odd. She's such a bit. Like I say, I'm not paying that close attention to this. I, I do throw Raw on and SmackDown on. I don't think that's as obvious. I don't think that's a one to two. I don't. I don't think. Becky or Raquel Rodriguez or Bailey or maybe not Naomi, who's twelve to one randomly in these odds. Like I think it could be worth putting a Sasha Banks at twenty five. If you want to go really, fucking hell, yeah. One. What's Mercedes Mona? Um, yeah, <laughs> be great if she was on there separately. Uh, yeah, Charlotte at eighteen to one. Yeah. Isn't she when she's already champion, isn't she? So uh oh, yeah. Ronda twenty five to one. Little, no. Dave said today I had to Google that, don't worry. Dave said today that um r- r- apparently they're uh, they're trying to protect Ronda by not having her in the rumble, protect her star power. I mean good, because they haven't done much of a job protecting a dark uh, a, a star power uh, all this while, but no. yeah, I think something like that as Asker, like uh, Chris Elliott says, outside bet. Um uh, yeah, Pop mentioned about Charlotte there. Maybe the surprise number thirty could be a uh, could be Karen. Karen's in the chat. You know, she mentions there she's not going to be in the well, rumble. That's what somebody who's in the rumble would say. Um, exactly. You never know. Uh, Mickey James comes back. Is she in there? Meechins thirty three to one. Who's the uh, the crazy ones? Lita forty to one. Whoever Maxine Dupree is one hundred fifty. Who's Persia Perata? Who the fuck's that? Uh, one hundred fifty to one. Page. An Australian women's one. wrestler, mate, who's in the performance sense of that. Who's requested that bet? Carl Gack. Page um, one hundred fifty to one. Beefab yeah. Valhalla. Who's Valhalla? Is that Rob Lynch? Is he in the women's rumble? I, uh, <laughs> I, I was looking at it on here. It's yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're looking at it, because the champions are Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair, right? I feel safe on that one. The only ones you're going to do are Rhea Ripley or Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, actually, if you're going to have a bet on it, yeah, she just for the sheer reason, says. You, Becky versus Ronda. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Um, Persia Prota is an impact. Yeah, right, yeah, bloody yeah, he hellfire. <laughs> oh, Valhalla is a, oh yeah, it's Sarah. Nikki James. Uh, thing is, Will she appear? 
Yeah. yeah, could be, could be. You never know. But there you go. So if you're gonna put money on, I reckon the women's rumble is the uh, is the place to uh, to throw it. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, JP, we've got one more match to to to, uh, to preview here from the uh, the rumble, and it's the big one. Um, that apparently, um, LA Knight doesn't know anything about. JP, are you excited for the Mountain Dew presents pitch black match? No, I'm not excited. <laughs> All the he had an entrance when he came back Mountain and whenever <laughs> was Bray Wyatt. Nothing else but an entrance. Oh. This is LA night. All the people, like you think of the heat and everything else. And why is this happening? Supernatural bollocks. That's why this is happening. Like, there's no other reason. It's supernatural shit and LA night can do some shocked faces. I'm sure while doing this and holding a mic. What the ring as the lights go with? off. The it this- depends... I was we were well, amazingly just, in, yeah sorry we, we you, I think, yeah I think you might be lagging a bit Matt, we were just doing our uh, I was watching um you know Gobshite Ryan Saturn did a sit down with uh, with Bray and uh, Steph had it on before and it's a lot of like Bray's talking a good game you know talking about how you know you know the fiend is dead I don't want to go back to that he brings up Brody Lee you know and talks about how he's not going to go back to being a cult leader so he's doing this instead that's all nice stuff unfortunately also references it in the interview the fact that he doesn't watch any of his own stuff back and I've seen about 12 tweets about that and every single one of them has got 400 people quote tweeting it going maybe he should because that is the obvious reaction to that because maybe he should you sort of nails it Bray has never been good, and I was fool me fucking twenty seven times, JP. Like I remember, like way back when he came back with the new music and had the cool entrance, and I was like, oh, maybe they'll do something here. And then the fiend happened, and this time comes back. Like you said, there, what a moment it was when he came back. Like it was a win for the fiend defiles. It was a win for the hardcore WWE fans. And then since he's been back, he's done fucking nothing. The story's moved at a snail's pace. No one really knows what's going on. The Uncle Howdy stuff, you know, was dragged on and dragged on. And then his first feud is with L.A. Knight. And to to boot. You know, you want to protect. You know, he talks. You know, him and the bloke who writes all his stuff talk about it like it's the deep fiend law that they're writing. It's all his great stuff. Well, his first match back is Mountain Dew presents the fish black match. Like, what are we doing here? Like, all garbage. Like, this is just same old shit, isn't it? We're back to we're back on the wheel yeah. with Bray, and I'm a fool for ever thinking. Oh, maybe Vince is gone. Maybe he's coming back motivated. Maybe we'll get something interesting out of him. At least even from a character point of view. No, same old shit. Like James said, yes. seems like seems like a nice lad, but it's just terrible. It's just terrible. Bullshit. It's it fucking awful. Honestly, I half expect the brother to unmask pissing black blood on top of a box at WrestleMania or some other fucking nonsense happening with it. It is. It, it's awful. And all of these big matches and a, a pitch black match in a live arena with 40,000. What is it? Like, what is this? It's not wrestling, whatever it is. It's just fucking bad. And it's been bad. All of the storytelling has been bad. Like, ah, you know, the brother is uncle fucking Howdy or Doody, whatever his bloody name is. I don't care. I don't care. I couldn't give a shit. I'm a middle-aged man. I, I, like, can we just get to the wrestling, please? If, if they... Despite, if they... Apparently this fucker used to watch All Japan. Bullshit. <laughs> Probably when the old fellow was there, and those matches were dreadful. Oh, uh, if if they somehow pull out of this, like at the uh, you know we're reviewing the Rumble on Spotlight next week with, with Matty. 
even Matty doesn't like like Bray Wyatt, but if they pull something out here and it's like, you know what, that was actually good. You know what, LA to be fair to LA Knight, I will say this about him as much as I love the uh, the comment there from uh, from John Service that he's Ricky Stark's on stream character in his mid forties. Yeah, he was pretty good on Raw. He felt like a star. He felt, you know, he's doing you know, maybe doing a bit of a rock impression. He's like Mr. Kennedy 2.0. But I can kind of see what Triple H likes about him, even if it feels ten years too late. Terrible choice for a first few for Bray Wyatt, but if they pull something out against all odds, you know, God bless them because that's the only thing I can I can hope happens here because this fiend this Bray Wyatt comeback is dead. It's dead. Um, and like yeah, yeah, we're not getting invisible matches uh, as Isora says here. It'll be yeah, it'll be sincere and speaky because Bray sucks. I think that sums it up. It'll be as bad as the yeah. Bray Strowman swamp match. Uh, Andy says here. John says it can't be as bad as whatever Bray Cena was at WrestleMania 36, but some people told me that was genius, so, you know. Um. The anti-mixer. How many times? Because I, I would have said, well, that can't be worse than Bray, Bray Wyatt versus um, Randy Orton twice mm. at re- various WrestleManias. I couldn't tell you which ones. Remember when Smallman said that was genius when the whims were crawling on the uh, on the floor and he thought it was the greatest thing he'd ever seen? Yeah, that explains Do they watch anything else? <laughs> Do they go to that and then like watch Last of Us and go, oh, this is shit? Like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Them any kind of taste whatsoever because you wouldn't accept this in like and ne- if this stuff was going on in a Netflix show in like the opening episode you wouldn't be watching it back you'd be taking it off your watch list it's that kind of level of bollocks want to give us the odds JP anything to uh, to show oh, there well not the overwhelming favourite that you'd imagine he is ten to three on whereas Ooh. LA Knight's two to one oh. so I don't know if they're expecting the other the brother will get involved mm. or something like that. That could be there. There is there is another match. I don't know if I've had it up on there. There's the uh, Raw Women's Championship match. Have oh, you gone that? that? You... Yes. It's not on the WWE.com uh, preview. That's weird. Uh, Bianca Belair and Axel Bliss. You, you're a step ahead, JP. Okay. Well, Bianca Belair is 5-1 to one on for this. Alexa Bliss, 3-1. to one. There'll be some sort of supernatural stupid, some daft shit with the fucking doll or whatever bollocks that they're going back to. There'll be a link there, as well. there. Mm. I'm not hiding my thoughts on this. It's like... If you watch any kind of American, like, quality television that's knocking around these days and you're watching this and you think, ah, this is good, this is good, I, like, seriously. <laughs> seriously watch some better stuff. Any odds on a Muta Pobber for the Men's Rumble, JP? John says here, or I don't think he's... He's not listed. I think I did the control F for a Muta earlier today. I've not said that, actually. Yeah. Any surprises you're expecting, favorite... JP? Is there anyone you're thinking, oh, it might be there, there might be something? What, in terms of to win it or just an appearance? Just to appear, yeah. Anyone you're hoping for, anyone you think it could um, be? I'd expect Muta to appear. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like, I'm wondering if anyone from New Japan is mm. going to appear. Mm. That would be the thing. If, if this Jay Tetsuya White didn't Naito have a match. gone freelance or something mm. like that. Yeah. If Jay White didn't have another match book for February, I, I would I, I would think maybe. Um yeah. Anyone got any shouts? TBL Packer, Chris Elliott says yeah, number twenties. I just don't know who you can do. Like who's like, oh it's cool. Maybe Hakushi, you know, <laughs> maybe him. Uh, yeah, Mutual win by Iron Sheet Rules Platz. Yeah. Can't let, be... that's the problem. Get him in. He'd be like, Listen, lad, you can't get me out again, so I might as well as he he'll get his wish, he'll get the rock at WrestleMania. Um gently <laughs> lifting up. <laughs> Oh, I, Karen says in terms of surprises, Diesel I don't again. think there's any going to be anything substantial. Brom Brecker would be one that would be yeah, kind of to see cool. what they kind of think of him. It'd be the kind of thing they should be doing, frankly, giving him a bit of a like he gets to eliminate a good few people. 
along the way and then goes, you don't have to have him winning or even coming really close. You can have him in the early numbers just so he's getting the kind of crowd reactions and the rest of it. But outside <laughs> Don, of Pitt, Don the usual Magnum. lads. Could be him. <coughs> Vince, James says. <laughs> Who knows? Turbo Floyd. Uh, yeah. you want. There you go. It could be yeah. your boy. Could be your boy. Yeah, after that, it's like, yeah, maybe like they pull, they pull something out and fucking Jericho does it from AEW or something. Shane, uh, maybe as James says. Andrade gets his release. Maybe he turns up... Uh, Chris says here, um, yeah, um, yeah, Bron's kind of the only one, and yeah, as you saw, Art says here, didn't get a great reaction last time. I imagine a yeah. Rumble crowd would probably go for it though and be into it. Um, they would do, yeah. And if they if they introduce him as like like Bronson Steiner, like they should be doing, then maybe that would mean something. The name doesn't help because no. there's no human being like called Bron Brecker. It's just ridiculous. John Morrison Connor says that's a realistic one. Yeah, I could I could believe that. That's a realistic one. Big Kev yeah. for a payday. Um, I'd like that too. It'd be a nice story considering everything that's happened with uh, with Paul Kev this year. Rosenberg, I'm not buying, <laughs> but I'd enjoy uh, if he got the shit kicked out of him as uh, as John said. But yeah, guess we'll see. Guess we'll see who it's uh, who it's going to be, JP. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much uh, it really as far as the uh, the Rumble goes. Uh, anything else going on this weekend? There's uh, not much, is there? One other show, really. It, it feels that way. It feels like we had Japan last weekend. Mm. There's a big stardom show in early February, which is Julia's first defence. All Japan have just finished a tour, I think. So we're not kind of at that point where there's anything going on there this weekend. And obviously Impact have just had a show as well. So something I, I do resolve in 2023 in terms of my wrestling, and dare I say it, watching European wrestling, keeping more of an eye on WXW. Oh. Because if there is a European like wrestling companies, but I think between them and Rev Pro are the ones that I always kind of think I, I kind of will them to do well. Um, like and so they've got back to the roots, which is their they've got their cafe slapped match, which is a cage cage fight is what that means in German. I had to look it up on Google Translate. Um, but yes, from Turbenhalle, uh Smy in Oberhausen, uh, your spiritual home, um, in. Uh, in uh, northwest Germany, uh, I don't want to say it's northwest Germany, and that's on this Saturday as well. So just before the Rumble, so we're watching that, and then all everyone there will be watching uh, watching the Rumble. And it's so it's their Back to the Root show, headlined by their unified world wrestling title, Lavaniel. Do you even know who Lavaniel is? I've seen the name somewhere. I see you typing in there, mate. Not a <laughs> there we go. Try to add Jürgen Klinsmann versus Ludwig van Beethoven here, and JP's like, there we it. go. But <laughs> Damn it, you caught me this time. <laughs> Jürgen Klinsmann versus Oliver Kahn. That's really what you should be doing there. <laughs> Oliver Kahn at ringside as enforcer. That would work. Um, but versus Axel Tischer. I mean, see, like, Lavaniel's one of the younger guys they've gone with who mm. kind of had this weird, like, long blonde hair. And kind of, I haven't seen any of it. But I'm intrigued. They're trying new people, put it that way. Um, then you've got the six-man tag team cage match of the French Doors, Aigle um, Blanc and Senza Volto, who I imagine are a pretty decent team, um, and Peter Tehanyi versus Amboss, which is like another one. You you, you remember Saberus that they used to have oh, yeah. in, w, in WXW? So Amboss is one where it's like Robert Dreisker's faction. So it's got Dover and Icarus along with him. So it'll be the cage match. There'll be a load of blood. They'll be doing that. Um, for that one, Greedy Souls, Brendan White and Danny Jones versus Metahan and El Rambo, who I had to look up and he didn't look great. I'll put it that way. 
El, okay. El, El Rambo. Great name. No. He's one of the Berlin boys. Sorry, we, we, we're doing this whole card here. <laughs> we are doing this whole card. Not the other ones on it. But Greedy Souls, happy to have on there. Tristan Archer versus Fast Time Moodoo. Yota Suji versus Bobby Guns. Oh. Sounds a bit mad. What's he doing out there? Is he over some... in Europe again? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's not been brought back yet. Mm. But like, he's a guy who, when Yota Suji gets into New Japan, has mm. that personality, frankly, mm. that he, he's going he's gonna to get over. Um, shotgun title match, Maggot versus Lawrence Roman, who's part of the Amboss faction. And Maria De La Rosa versus Ava Everett. And then for the Women's Championship, Alice Inc. versus Amale. No idea. I'm not really uh, the joke one of Jürgen Klinsmann versus Ludwig van Beethoven. It's still on the spreadsheet. <laughs> Baron von Wurtz and Peggy Kaspar says, yeah. Oh, Hammy's going to be handed over the WXT book <laughs> after this weekend. Yeah, he's getting his uh, getting his way there. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm doing Carrot this year. We'll uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll be I'll join you in there mm. and get on it. But yeah, hard to believe that's all that's going on this weekend, JP. No other, uh, yeah. no other big shows, really. Um, well, it was PWA this morning, but mm. that was this morning because it was Australia. Oh, Carl was after his preview and that, down. wasn't he? Well, what yeah. outside of wrestling? What are you up to, mate? What have you there? What have you got going on this weekend? Well, Arsenal Man City is going on as we speak, and I'm just going to check because no one's told me in the chat what the hell is going on. It so can't be bad then, in that case, because they tell you if it was. Trossard denied by Ortega. That's uh, all I've seen on here. So it's nil nil at the moment. On Still here. made up. I've got Martinelli and that Fanto team, mate. My uh, my draft team's got like sign a new four and a half year deal, mate. It's great like, stuff. I'm wearing lucky wear shirt. Love to wear it. Since I got this for Christmas, we've we've won every game. Since I've been wearing it, I've noticed, even at the ground as well. So there's that. I'll be recording with you tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. I think other than that, I'm I'm coming down with like a cold and cough, so I'm not feeling the best. And girlfriend's dealt with in an awful way all day, so it feels like something like that's flying around the place. So a, a chilled weekend. Yeah, week off for FBL, Chris Elliott says here. That's the problem. Cup weekends. I'm not a not a fan. Don't be picking your team. <laughs> yeah, because injuries. Touching not touching it till next week. Andy Ogden's probably made it. 18 transfers already, but no, yeah, obviously we're going to be re- recording the mixtape uh, over the weekend, so yeah, look forward to it, to that, folks, and uh, get those matches watched. That can be some uh, some fun stuff people can do over the weekend. I'll be watching uh, mm. the rest of the, those tonight. Outside of that, yeah, I'm going to be watching the Rumble Saturday. Like, despite the fact that we just slagged yeah. it off for 20 minutes, it's still the Rumble. It's like pizza. You know, if it's bad, eh, whatever, I'll still eat it, um, as long as there's no cheese on it. I'm weird. But like, yeah, um, 10 o'clock Saturday night, I think the pre-show starts, maybe it's 11. Um Whatever, you know, it's a big WWE show and it's on a Saturday night. Uh, it'll be a laugh if nothing else. They're kind of my weekend plans. Might go for a few drinks on Sunday up by where um, Everton's new ground is. That's my uh, that's my other plan. Oh. So uh, go to a few places. Around. Yeah, we're getting set we're up hosting Rotherham next week. Not <laughs> Sean Dyche is going to be the uh, the saviour we all need, mate. That's what we're. Uh, I don't like it. I've made a slight of it. It's his first game and it's against us. It's set up <laughs> the new manager bounce. We'll make this sure one. to uh, we'll get Grapple Sarah on uh, for that week, that, uh, that show that week. But yeah, outside we'll that, yeah. Awful record away at you lot. <laughs> Hope everyone. The Rumble on the Saturday is great. Saturday Rumbles are always fun. Are always fun. Like your know, order Saturday pay per views in general. Uh, totally mm. can't need to uh, to get back on that long term. But yeah, outside of that, hope everyone uh, everyone watching on on YouTube has uh, enjoyed free week and uh, has a great uh, weekend. And uh, yeah, patrons as well. Have a have a great weekend, folks. It's gonna be a uh, gonna be a fun one. But uh, yeah, outside of that, like I say, mixtape uh, coming out over the weekend. Uh, if you have been enjoying this content as we've uh, been giving it out for uh, for free this week, and you're watching on the YouTube, do consider um, joining Patreon.com. 
slash grapple because you'll get this stuff every week and yeah next month's going to be a wild month as uh we take the dealer's choice concept we're using on the mixtape to oh, yeah. uh to uh to new heights as uh jp next week will be uh on the, in the spotlight pre-show revealing what full show um he's going to be making us all watch and that'll be uh going out throughout going on throughout the month of february as we celebrate two years of the patreon but again thank you patrons for uh for tuning in Thank you, uh, everyone else who's tuned in on YouTube. Special thanks to our patron kings of the mountain, Carl Gack, Robert Brocky, Conor Lathlin, Eddie Sartburns, and Chris Platt. That's it for me and JP for another weekend show. We'll see you all next week. Sharp. Not joking, Swana. It's a Bantu language, one of them. 4.4 million people, but it's generally sharp. It means informal means of saying goodbye used by young people, which I'm not. Bye-bye. Have we the same. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc